0: hey hey come catch this wave with the fix squad the fix is in i'm mr soul i'm tuning in what you doing
1: got him real hip hop revealed that the fix pure you can feel it in the mix. finally stop pushing the culture forward this is it proceed at your own
2: risk Got him, beach balls and life giving them truth in it Scream a Revolution with only a few minutes My sentiments is exactly everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up Shit, know what we we'll stand
1: on Solid the ground with there. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But not out of reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine, any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, with it, keeping the beans so on the block, don't miss it. Welcome so to the city, stand up. J- James
0: left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa terrain
1: Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines, attacks your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel, we rock with thing for what's Defense. expose those who talk but don't live expose those who talk but don't live
0: take offense take offense judge by the fruit from the tree but if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that
3: they speak so tell me whose face do they see
1: yeah sir you're now tuning into the fix your source for faith infused hip hop r&b and poetry right here on holy culture radio it's your boy DJ Focus checking in
2: and this girl Dice gamble in the building checking in on this tiptoe tuesday tiptoe mm mm-hmm. mhm monday's gone Moving right along.
1: Monday is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. I, I love it. I, I like Tuesdays. I'm not a Monday person, so when Tuesday is here, I'm, I'm more happier. Taco Tuesday. Oh, my goodness. That would be good tonight. Lord, help me. Tacos, good, I know. Let me put that in my wife's beer. Let me text her now and put that in her beer. Right, take... she, ain't even in. Look, she ain't even woke yet. Look, she ain't even woke yet. I'm going to text her. She's going to wake up like, why you talking about tacos early in the morning?
2: Uh, call dude, her now.
1: what is you own, dude? Like, what you doing Caller. Dice <laughs> uh, said Taco Tuesday. I said Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Let's go. Let's especially, go. Especially them shrimp tacos. Lord help me. You get the, you get the right shrimp taco. Oh my goodness, with mm. little them peppers and uh, and a little bit of that. Uh, what's that stuff called? I don't even know what it mm-hmm. is. My wife makes some pico. Some pico on there. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Pico de
2: gallo. Pico yeah, de gallo. With, with,
1: with some shrimp. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, listen, we might have to get that in our spirit tonight, some Taco Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry. Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of course, uh, you know, it's another blessed, uh, blessed bless, uh, morning, early in the morning. We thank you guys for waking up with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6 a.m., wake up, wake up with us. Uh, Dice, you got, a, you got a motivational word for him this morning? Of get course,
2: him of course. I mean, I was, so, you know. Uh, Paul was really good at writing letters. It's so funny that all these disciples, uh, they were writing. (laughs) They were trying to encourage people back in the day. There's some some great scripture in the book of Galatians. And the scripture that we all know is, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. So, we, we quote that scripture, but here's the deal. Um, if you were reading chapter five in the book of Galatians, Paul is saying that the spirit lives in us, you know, and you are fighting your flesh, you know? Um, and there's a freedom when you are walking in the spirit, walking by the spirit, you know, where you're not gratifying the flesh because in here, even in, um, the fifth chapter verse 19 it says the acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality impurity debauchery idolatry sorcery hatred discord jealousy rage rivalries division uh drunkenness envious like he's going down the list of saying like these are very very obvious but we also have some things going on on the inside and so you want to walk in the power that's been given to you. And that's when we roll into verse 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, and kindness. And like I said, throughout the whole chapter, Paul is talking about what you're going to get when you walk in your flesh, because it's 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 going to cause some problems in your life. So it's better to learn the art of walking in the spirit and walking by the spirit because there's freedom in Christ. Well, you know That's why Christ died for us. So y'all walk in your freedom out here, okay? That's your encouraging word for today. Okay.
1: So, call it the quick fix. We call it the quick fix. Yeah, that's the quick fix for the day. That's your fix
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Listen. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now.
1: Listen, of course, uh, once again, you tuned into the fix, and of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. We got to When I tell y'all It's a takeover day to day we, we don't do this too often Let's be very clear Dice and I are very careful About who we let come on the show uh, Especially for the whole show You know pretty much So you know Anytime we have a takeover uh, You know you Best believe It's somebody uh, or, or, or selected people That we really we, we believe in their ministry We believe in uh, Their artistry Or whatever it is they do And when I tell you guys Are in for a treat today We are blessed uh, To have Village Kings kicking it with us today. Village King. Uh, you might know them as No The Verbs and Petty D. Uh, two legends in Christian hip-hop. Two trendsetters, trailblazers in their own lane. They have formed like Voltron. <laughs> and now they got a group and they calling themselves the Village King. So you, you definitely want to keep it locked. Uh, we got so much stuff that we talk about with them uh, and, and I promise you uh, Dice and I have our little fan moments but we still ask some great questions and we make sure uh, this content that you're going to get today. You need to tweet somebody right now. Tell them, listen, the fix is on. They got Billish Kings on today. You want to tap into this conversation. Yeah, you know these conversations going to be, you don't want to miss these. I promise you don't want to miss these. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, you don't.
1: Let's get to a dice. Let's wake them up with some music. We got music on the way from, yep, K Drama. Yep. Let's get some of that, uh, yep, Aha Gazelle in their spirit this morning. Uh Ty Brazzle. Um, but right now, yeah, let's get that new uh Wanday with that winning. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix. And the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius 6M channel 154. And it's time for our spiritual detox. Listen, we love this moment. We get a chance to sit down with uh, you know, movers and shakers uh doing powerful things uh, for the kingdom, uh athletes, artists, entertainers, producers, entrepreneurs, and a little bit of any and everybody uh we bring on uh just to talk about everything dope they got going on, talk about their faith journey, and just the culture of uh, hip hop music. So listen, uh, Dice, uh, we, we blessed today, Dice. Let's be very clear. Uh, we got two uh, legends. I, I'm, I'm gonna give them their roses. They legends within the genre. Um, been doing powerful things for years. Uh, when you talk about the things they've done for the culture of Christian hip hop, gospel rap, whatever you want to call it, it, it's 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 mind blowing. Uh, we, we were talking off air. About uh, you know our Rushmore and how uh, these two uh, that are on the line with us right now should be coming up when you talk about the the best who's ever done it in CHH and uh, I'm excited for this uh, conversation and this morning dice I'm telling you it's gonna be powerful I can't wait for uh, the gems to be dropped from these two brothers listen they have formed a group so they they, they've done their thing uh, their solo thing. Uh, for a lot of years. And uh, I don't know, God just told him, I, I'm definitely gonna uh, wait to hear how they formed this. I feel like they Voltron Dice, you know how you Voltron came together. <laughs> like this is the two superpowers coming together and say, you know what, we are gonna have a group. So listen, without further ado, let me welcome in uh, Petty D and Know The Verbs, uh, known now as Village King. What's going on, brothers?
0: What's going on, What's going on,
1: on Focus, he what's up, Dice? Building. Yeah. Yes, sir, oh,
0: man. Thank you for that. Thank you for that intro, man. We really appreciate it, man. It's a blessing. It's an honor to be here. Stop Shout it. I I,
1: I I, I didn't do it justice, Dice. I, I probably should have spent about three more minutes on it, really talking about all the accolades and stuff. So forgive me no, if, no, if, no, I, if no. I didn't mention everything. Forgive me. I ain't, I ain't mentioned everything. You can't.
0: <laughs> like, we don't have that much good. time. <laughs> it's a lot more to do, man. It's a lot more
1: to do. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So first off, yeah, he was- talk about talk about how village king came came together like how did this come come about
3: yeah so man i think last year um you know obviously the world was in all different sorts and types kind of coming out of the pandemic and um really we we connected just randomly we've known each other for years obviously um, our, our mutual connection was we both have uh, done work with with grits in the past um i mean those have been that's how i got to nashville where i live now was through uh through cough and bone from grits um and petty's connection was uh, was bone from grits as well just from being down in jacksonville so yeah. we knew each other we've hung out for years we've done music together in the past and then it was just kind of one of those life season moments where we sat down to have a conversation about something totally different we were talking yeah. about you know getting into the to doing voiceover work and then um after that, we started talking about music, and then we said, "Man, look, what would happen if we just kind of just got in the same room, try to write some songs, and then see what happens from there?" And really, it was just kind of a something to just kind of kind of shake off the atrophy. Uh, for me, it was like a more of a therapeutic, you know, moment. Just being able to create, and get in a creative space with somebody else, and kind of vibe off each other's uh, energy. And yeah. uh, really pick up the pen again, man. And so that's that's really how it began. Um, and then you know, we ended up coming over to my house, we were just running some beats. From there, we started, you know, <laughs> jumping on some mumble tracks. Oh man. Uh that, it was it's really just a a whole new, different kind of approach to how we made yeah. music in the past as as solo artists. He he's
0: really he's really giving you the the, the humble version of it, man. The Twitter style version. Bro, listen. This this brother hit me with the jumper cables, man. <laughs> we've um we've literally um been friends, like he said um through grits. We're actually part of the same clique, like the Factors family. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Like uh you know grits, Notiverse, page. Kind of like our um our uh, uh,
3: our native tongue, Outcast, Yeah, you know,
0: I yeah. I outcast Goody mob dungeon family. You know a souls of mischief type. You know what I'm saying? Um, we've been friends as as brothers for over 20 years. And uh, we've always connected as brothers and, and fellowshipped in our families, you know, wives and and we've always fellowshiped on that side. But just coming in the studio and just actually just banging stuff out um, on a consistent basis. I've we've done music together. Uh, we did a song called Push with uh, myself, Grits, and Know The Verbs on, um, on the Thug Love album and then he was on the Christmas album. We did a song called We Three Kings. Um, but for me, I was uh, uh, bonafide from Grits moved to Minneapolis. He's the reason why I'm here as well. Um, I started producing for them in 2004. I moved it, moved up here in 2004 and that's how I was able to get the, the Grammy nomination and all the stuff, you know, producing on their last four records um and touring with them as Verbs is toured with him as well and so it's just a, a, a family unit and um just missing fellowshiping with his brother missing the Factors family and i reached out to verbs and i was just like yo like can we let's just sit down and just have some coffee have a conversation and we, we got to talking and he was letting me know what he was up to and every time we we get together we just picked up where we left off and just that brotherhood, but like he said, when we got together for the voiceover stuff, um, he was like, by the way, let me let me let you hear some tracks, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh Tone Jones, man, and I and and shout out to Tone Jones, man. And um, um man, I just I, I literally when I hopped on the microphone, you know, as, as musicians and as artists, we can hear a dope beat, but if it's not speaking to us, we, we can't write to it. Um but if a beat speaking to us, we need to write it right then and there. You know, we need, we need to get it. And literally when he was playing these beats, just the whole moment was just, it was just perfect for that. And then the hooks start coming and Verbs was like, yo, wait, 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 let me record this. And so he started recording the mumble tracks and then he pushed me out the way and he started doing something on it. And I pushed him out the way and then I was coming up with these mumble hooks. And then, um i i i've been saying this uh to every person they asked me how did this come about i literally felt that same feeling i felt when i was 14 years old doing music and i was like wow like i missed this feeling and we was jumping around and um we listened to the the mumble tracks the example tracks for about a week just riding out to it and then that's when we came together he was like yo i we need to do something with this and um but he was like let's Keep it Only thing I'm asking you is this, let's keep it on the low. Make sure it happens. Cause, Cause life happens, you know what I'm saying? You get these ideas and then it just fizzle out. And I was like, man, you know what? I, I agree. And uh the first, first track track happened after the second track. We was like, yo, yo, we got something. And I was like, I'm not interested. Everybody's doing a collab, no shade to collabs, but this is my brother. And I was like, yo, I'm I'm not. I'm not in the collab space. Like I need this brotherhood. Just like even Jesus sent the disciples out two by two. And it's like at this season of my life, because I've been recording music for TV and film and producing, I still been doing stuff actively just behind the scenes. But as far as an artist and motivated to to go forth in that aspect, he literally hit me with the jump cables. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. Let's do it as a brotherhood. Let's do it as a group because we've already been that as brothers behind the scenes. Let's just utilize that uh, and we and once we made that set aside um, as village king, uh, being the kings of our own village but taking the I out of king, it's not about I, it's K and G and we serving the king of kings. And um, so that's that's pretty much, uh, we're a group man and th- this is not a one-off and it's not a collab, man. But this brother put the jumper cables on my back and I'm gonna get him his roses I've been a fan since he, you know, people say Petty D, you a legend and all this kind of stuff. Well, let it be known that No know Diverse was on his second album, but by the time my first album came out, and I've been a big fan, man. And um, it's it's my opportunity to, to give him his flowers and and work with somebody who is a, a, a mighty brother, great artist, and uh, crazy with the pen. And um, he's my friend, and my brother, and we we finna ride, bro. We finna ride. So thank y'all, man. Like some real. For me.
1: So one thing I, I love, um, I, I appreciate you guys uh, telling us, you know, why you guys, how you guys came up with the name Village King. But the first thing that I was telling Dice came to my mind was man, I, I thought they should be called Knowledge Kings because you guys have been dropping gems over the years. Let's be very clear. Um, and, and, and not just um, from a cultural standpoint, also from, a, 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 I would argue, a spiritual standpoint, like you guys have never shied away from the gospel. You guys have never shied away from any conversation, yeah. whether it be political, whether it be something as uh, far as for our culture needing to get better at. And, and I love both of you guys for that, uh, being able to be transparent in your music, being able to teach in your music, because I think for a while that, that's that been missing in CHH. So I, I, I definitely want to hear... What, what do you, how do you think the culture of Christian hip hop is now? You guys being around a long time, you guys being able to make a lot of projects, do a lot of collaborations, but now we have the next up and coming, uh, coming into the game. And I know you probably maybe sit with some of the newer artists. So where do you think we are? Uh, when you talk about the culture of Christian hip hop and the state of Christian hip hop now, what do you think we are now?
3: Yeah, man, I've been grateful, um, Man, just to kind of be around long enough, like you said, to kind of see and observe and participate in the span of the decades. Right. So what was the last month we celebrated hip hop turning 50? And then with inside that you have, you know, the existence of what we now call CHH. And so, man, I came I came to crisis as a, as a sixth grader at 12 years old. And that's at a summer camp. And that same week um, I started writing lyrics like I felt like God was saying, hey, I'm gonna give you this ability ability to communicate who I am. One, to people who know the sound, but don't know me. And then number two, to people who don't know me and encourage them along with the sound. And so at that point, the only person I encountered, maybe like a couple months later, was a soup the Chemist from F- SFC. In a backyard in Phoenix, Arizona, he was doing a concert. And then it was like, like Petty talked about the jumper cables. That was like my jumper cable moment. It's like, oh, there's other people out here that's doing this. And then from there, going to dig in, you know, going to the bookstore and getting these tapes from Dynamic Twins, Freedom of Soul. Um, So back then I was like a CHH head because there was nothing else out there outside of main um, mainstream hip hop, which at that point, it was just down to I want to communicate. I want to communicate better i want to be able to become a student of the craft i want to be able to rap better so i can communicate what i want to say better so you know that was influences everywhere from you know your tribe called quest they allow souls arrested development anybody that was coming out especially when they were offering something that was different from everything else that was out there and i think that's just a part of like hip-hop as a culture is you take whatever's out there that you have access to put your own spin, sprinkle your own flavor on it and make it into something else. And then put that back out into the culture. Um, and I think going back to your question as far as CHH, I think obviously we take our cues from the general hip hop culture because there's a freedom of expression. There's um, the ability to be outside of the box. Like when you think of just like B-Boys hitting the dance floor, they taking everything from gymnastics to Kung Fu style fighting to, what, ha- what have you and making it into a dance that then becomes this is it so I think the same way with uh, with uh, with writing you borrow from a little bit of anywhere I mean obviously back in the day they would have called that biting but then the, the, the unspoken rule is if you bite you got to make it better than the thing you bit it from and then represent that you know back out to the culture so mm-hmm. I think it's in CHH we've taken our cues from that and I think these um you know the younger guys that are out now have been able to benefit not just from What's gone before them in CHH, but then also just the general hip hop culture at large, because again, there's no, there's no, there's no written rules as to what you can or cannot do right. as you craft your own style, as you produce your own music. So it's literally an open highway. And as a believer, there's literally nothing uh, off limits as far as what you can talk about, because God can inform it all, whether it's relationships, whether it's business. Whether it's just art, like God speaks to it, so the work as an MC or as a writer or as a lyricist is you trying to dig into what is God saying and then again recommunicate that back out to the culture. So, yeah, it's it's been cool to see you know everything kind of progress and develop. Um, I was around at a time where it's like all right, you pick up a, a tape or a CD that you would listen to because you know man, this is this is uh, something I want to I want to listen to for my own health, but you might not necessarily pass that tape on to a friend because you're like, ah, man, that stuff is whack. I don't want to listen to that. Right. They're on something else like whether it was Wu Tang or EPMD or whoever. But now we're at a point to where, man, I would put I would yeah. put a lot of guys up against whoever your favorite rapper is in mainstream right. and put them in a room and let them go out at it bar for yeah. bar because I think the skill level has risen to that point And it's uh, it's cool to see. Yeah,
0: I think I think for me, um, first of all, coming coming a lot of people don't know. I, I thank God for this season of of uh, hip-hop and just this season where when we came into it, we didn't have the platforms to be able to tell our story. People don't really know the background. So when they seen me, they just seen a dude from Florida with tattoos and gold and you know what I'm saying? Just what they considered aggressive. Um, so they didn't really understand. We didn't have the platforms to sit down and do the Interviews, a lot of stuff was, um, especially for hip hop, was magazine based. So um, if we didn't, we you know we just didn't have those platforms. So people were were actually uh, a they just had their own assumptions um, about the music and even other artists. Uh, For me, I came from a lot of people don't know this, but I actually came from the mainstream, and at a young age, I just decided. I'm gonna rap for Jesus. I remember going to the studio and just saying, uh, yo, I'm gonna rap for Jesus. And them dudes like bust out laughing. But now, you know, fast forward, like, you know, my, my peers, um, is cats like Ross, um, the player. He, you know, he sold 35 million albums uh in the mainstream. He did Whoop Dead there, Is, Tootsie Roll, you know, Space Jam, um, Brother Marquise from Two Live Crew. Uh, these are all dudes that's from Florida. And these, that was during the time where uh, there was no, uh, you know, there was rappers coming from Florida. But then, like, for me, coming from the streets and being influenced by West Coast rap, but at the same time, being a Florida dude, it's just like, OK, for me, all I wanted to do was tell my testimony. And when I got, gave my life to the Lord, you know, it was it was at that point where they was like, well, you know, you can't do that rapping stuff no more. And I was just like, uh, OK, I don't care. I just want Jesus. But then when I went to the Christian bookstore, SFC. When I heard SFC, Phase 3, Soup the Chemist, I was like, this is what I want to do. And I want to do this for the rest of my life. And he had a song called Holy Ghost is in the House on the Phase 3 album. And it was like literally what I was going through at that time. I I was 19 and I was literally at a point where they set the template for, to me, it was street, you know, it was real, it was speaking to my life, and it was a template that I could apply, not to just to my music, but to my life. And I would, when I, I uh, still had my studio sessions, and I was like, yo, I'm rapping for God now, all of my stuff gonna be about God, and I would take my tapes and just pass them out in the hood. So it was, it's always, it started from evangelism, it started from evangelism. When we got into the industry side of it, people didn't understand that because it was so street. People was like, what is he mad about? What is it? It was never a concept. It was just, (laughs) she laughing. (laughs) You know, for real, you know. It was like, why is he so mad? Why is he so angry? Like, this street, this hood, this. You know what I'm saying, and, and but it was it always started as evangelism. All I want to do is everybody that was in the hood that had a booming system, I would jump out, passing my CD, jump out, passing my tape, because um, SFC set the template of of street evangelism. And um, so when I got to the end, finally got my opportunity to get into the industry, I was already born and bred into the evangelism side of it. But I knew I knew the industry side of from like the back of my hand when I was 14 years old, I used to work in a record store. So I got to that's how I built those relationships in the mainstream. So I knew these guys. I, I sold a records, You know, I, I built those relationships. But for me, I just wanted to rap for Jesus. And if it fits cool. And it was a, there was a place where there was a season where it was, you know, I got microphones cut off on me and called the devil. And, you know, I've been through that whole phase and, you know, where uh, I I felt like I was, people would tell me this, and you're so far ahead of your time, you feel alone because you're so far ahead of your time that there's nobody in that space. So now it's like, for me, it's validation to get to your question to me is validation of everything that we were doing for all the trials and tribulations that the, these guys they have technology they have uh, everybody's familiar with when we we started me and verbs and grits that what christian hip-hop is that a such thing is that is that a thing like you're you rapping about jesus the whole time like you know so we were breaking up breaking that ground and um that the house was built on, we had to go out there and get cut by the, the you know, get bit by the snakes. And, 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 and you know what I'm saying? Like, it was times where I was just like, Lord, like, am I a, am I doing this? Like, well, you know, what's going on? But to see it where it is now, it's a validation there. But at the same time, once something gets popularized too, everybody and their mama started doing it. And you've got to remember, like Verb said, we were called, we were called to do this. Like, it was like, yo, there was a calling. We weren't We weren't in a youth group and then, you know, seen a Verbs or seen a Gris or seen a Pet or seen a K, uh, KJ or a KB and say, yo, I rap, I'm just gonna do that. But even in the nineties, there was a whole phase of people that decided they wanted to be preachers too. So there was this whole influx of people going to seminary because they wanted to be the next big major preacher. But then you see that falling off too. So as something, as things rise, I watched the industry rise and it's not going to produce, because if you're not called to this thing, man, like it's going to shake you. If you're not called to it, it's going to shake you. And I've heard people say things like this. It really hurts my heart when I hear people say, all oh, that that rapper he couldn't make it in the world, so now he doing it in the church. That's the that's the most backwards thing you could have because it's ten times harder to 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 do this to do what we do Christian hip hop gospel rap C H H positive rap or whatever you want to call it. It is ten times harder to do it over here because not only do your your music got to be tight, not only does your flow got to be tight, you you can't use the you can't use the 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 common. Uh, uh, Things that everybody, you know, can you imagine how dumb I sound if I was rapping about twenty-inch rims and, and platinum, rocking platinum Fubu right now? Like that's that's dated. So for for me, it has to be one of the songs we did on the on the project is called King, and uh, <laughs> we did the hook, we recorded it, and everything. Verbs came back to me, and and, and we say, "My father, my father is the king." Um, and he came back, he said, well, theoretically, it's, you know, we need to, it, well, it's Yeshua. Yeshua is actually the king. So I was like, dang, you're right. Like, they, but this common sense, man. They should know my father is king. He was like, nah, man, like, think about it. I was like, dang, you're right. So, so it's got to be, our lyrics have to be tight. It's got to be, it's got to make sense. And it's got to be, be biblically accurate. So nobody nobody goes through the gambit like a Christian rapper. So people if you out there saying that please stop saying that because it is like like we couldn't make it in the NFL so we had to go to the nah like what we do takes true art, true format, true form um and then a lot of these guys don't fall into that and it's about Jesus. And I'm gonna kill this right now. Talking about C-H-H is dead, that's the dumbest thing. I can always tell it's a young person say that because the whole premise of Christian hip hop, the whole premise of gospel rap, the whole premise of preaching the gospel through hip-hop is about a savior who was risen from the dead. So, how can you kill something that the premise of the whole thing is about a savior who's risen from the dead dropping that mic dice
3: (laughs) and still alive? But
0: you you know the truth. This is this the <laughs> truth of the matter. When I hear a young man or a young woman say CHH is dead," it is dead to you because it hasn't produced the fruit that you desire, and you might be planting your seed in the wrong ground, expecting the wrong harvest. The problem is, you're in you're in Minnesota trying to do plant oranges. You're trying to do orange trees. You're in somebody else. You're in you. You see what I'm saying? You you petty D. But you, you this person, you supposed to be doing evangelism and prison ministry and youth ministry, it's still a lot of work. How is CHH dead when there's still a lot of work to do? It's still people going to jail, it's still prison ministry, it's still um, uh, evangelism where churches are going out to, um, to um, it's a lot of still, a lot. so that's, that's why it's important to have OGs in your life too, because I've seen a lot of the guys that have had so-called success or chart-topping success, uh, in, in Christian hip-hop or in positive hip-hop or gospel rap or whatever you want to call it, if you're rapping about Jesus' is Lord and he died on that cross, then that's what I'm talking to you. But they've made mistakes that we've made, but because they don't have no OGs, they don't they don't have mainstream, they do that. They'll sit down with their OGs and say, look, we did that 20 years ago. Don't do that. Do it like this. Say it like this. Listen to your OGs. So we it's hard for me to watch them bump their head. And it's a good place to be. Oh, go ahead. It's it's a good God, place God. for us to be, but it's hard, it's hard watching them make those mistakes. So I love what the ability of what we have as a as a society in getting the music out there. But we have to bring that balance to it so that these guys can realize that Christian hip hop is alive and well and that yes you have all the opportunities as such but We have to do life with it as well. But you just want to say something, Verbs?
3: Yeah, I don't want to move past what you just said too fast because you said, you know, you can learn from OGs not just in what they did, but then also the mistakes that they made or the assumptions they had in place as well. So that's a learning moment, Um, just the same. And um, not to miss the opportunity to say this, but uh, I think you guys may know this. There's a a documentary called Might Drop, directed by Darius West. But I think, man, the critical thing about this documentary is you can hear literally from the guys that started the entire thing. So you hear from uh, Sue from SFC, you hear from uh, from a PID from Fred Lynch, like you hear their story when there was, yeah. it was barren land that they were walking into yeah. and there was nothing yet. And these guys were the architects of what we now benefit from today. Like these are the guys I look to, um, yeah. but to hear their story from their own mouths and then you realize what they're saying, is the exact same thing that still, yeah. a lot of the challenges still exist today. So, man, whenever, I don't know when that's dropping officially yet, but when it's coming out, might drop, I would encourage, especially younger artists, just from the standpoint of, you know, knowing the origins and knowing yeah. the history, get the backstory we, of hearing these guys and it. a lot of their struggles. We,
0: yeah. You got to know. You got to know your history. You just got to do you. Like the streets say, man, just do you. You got to do you. And at the bottom line of everything that you're doing, whether it's Jesus, 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 or it's positive or it's at the end of it, please make sure that the the listeners are not confused on who you are and what you're about. And so, yeah. That's good. That's good. Listen, so many gems are being
1: dropped. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got uh, Village Kings on the line with us. We got to go to a quick break. We coming right back with more. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix.
2: And The Fix is in.
1: Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Listen, we still got, uh, listen, Village Kings on the line with us. Burbs and Petty D, and they've been dropping gems today.
2: Yes, they have. Nothing but gold, y'all need to hit him on a cash app every time you see him. Every time you hear from him, like don't play. So where you want to go? So where you want to grow? So, um, I, I had a couple questions, um, but before we get into the music questions, the the highlight of the reason why you're on here, I have a question, Petty. You said it kind of off air. Uh, you were talking about quitting, and so we were talking about temptation. And I know we often talk about the temptation of sin, but the temptation of quitting, like. Can you both speak on the feeling of maybe giving it all up, why and and why you didn't?
0: I I'll, I'll speak real short of it. Um I think I think for me I I never he, I never learned to heal from the hits that I was taking um in the in the front end of it, uh being called a devil and you know not just not really feeling like I fit in and into my community. Um, um, and then, but I was so focused on everything that God was calling me to do that when when we were actually faced with those type of, of, of tribulations, I just was confused, like, like, bro, I've been here rapping for Jesus. Why, why are they tripping? Like, you know, and then really when the internet age came in it and everybody had their opportunity to share their opinion. I was never privy to everybody's opinion. I just was here doing what God called me to do. Boom, boom, boom. Raising my children, being a father, being a husband and and sharing the gospel. Um, and getting hit with uh, the trials and tribulations, just like everybody else um, in this life, Uh you know, I have a label, Soldier Sound Records, and when the economy crashed, you know, we got hit just like everybody else. And then we were fighting Napster, and we were fighting this distribution like uh, company, and you know, my it was just a lot. And I was like, none of this, none of this was of my doing. How is all of these things happening? And then, and then that was on top of everything, kind of piled on, and it was like, I'd rather bow out then to turn my, um, return my, um, my back on God because mm. the Lord, I've, I've never been disenfranchised with my faith, never. And um, even when some things bad have happened to me, I've said, you know what? This was really bad, but God was with me in this situation. Mm. But as far as the music and then everybody, there's so many talking heads. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a people person, but I'm not, I don't have to be, I don't have to talk. And I'm, and I'm trying to get better with that in the internet scene, because I don't like to talk just to be talking, you know, that's, that's never been my thing. Um, And just to have something to say. And so for me, it's like, well, there's a lot of voices out here. These This next generation, they got it. I'm not, you know, I'm not fighting for a, a, a spot or a position. And then I said, before I become an angry, bitter artist, I bow out. And I, I back back. And then, um, but the thing that stopped me was guys like Verge and people that got, really people like yourself, hearing from people. Um, uh, doing a lot of features uh, just getting the love and people sowing the seeds back saying that the ministry side of it taking it all the way back to me passing out them CDs, passing out them tapes in the hood, realizing that there's still a lot of work to do and saying, look, you can go back to the, you don't have to mess with the industry like that. You can go right back to the um to the basics and there's a lot of work to do. And as I begin to do that work from behind the scenes, I'm like, Lord, I'll never say I'm quitting. I'll never say I'm retiring again because it's not my will. It's your will. You allowed me to do this. I know I was called to this. And so uh you give giving me the gift and giving me the talent but you've allowed me to share the gospel in the way and allow me to paint as a painter the way you... That's the gift. But the calling is still... It's my gift. You know, the rap, bass, beats, and all that. And That's the gift. He's graced me with that gift. But the calling is still the same. I'm still requiring you to share this gospel. I'm still requiring you. And what people have failed to realize is that Jesus is still coming back. Jesus, Yeshua, Yahuwah... The one that died on the cross rose again. He's coming back and we still got a job to do. And that we still have that obligation to the world and that gift. It's the gift of salvation. And and that doesn't change. That is what we're called to. And I'm saying, Lord, if you're going to, if I'm still held to that calling, allow me and grace me to utilize it through the gift that you gave me. And And then I felt like Elijah It's like, okay, well, even Jesus sent the disciples out two by two. So it's like, okay, well, I ain't gonna send you back out there by yourself. I'm gonna hook you up with your brother Verbs and then y'all can go back out there and do this thing. So, um, but I I, I would never do the retired thing again because it's not my will. It's bigger than me.
2: Mm, That's good. What about you Verbs?
3: Yeah, I think for me, I love this question now in this season uh, because you know, ageism is a word now, which what ageism says is because of where you are in life, you're no longer relevant in a certain space. Yeah. Um, but that's for, you know, people in hip hop culture, we're more prone to say something like that. That same rule though, doesn't apply to anybody in pop, rock and roll, jazz. Matter of fact, some of these, these artists, man, they season well over time and create even better art than they did maybe earlier on in their careers. I think for me, I did get to the point. I mean, the last record I did was 2007 Um, and I couldn't get to the point in myself to say I'm quitting. I was just like what Petty was referring to. I was I was burnt out at the time. I think the industry was just in a season of change. And I got to the point where I felt like what we were doing was just novelty for, you know, the youth group down the street to have some music during the pizza party. And I was like, man, there's more to what I felt like God had called us to do with this music than just, you know, pizza party and ice cream events. So I backed, I backed out of it. At the same time, I was getting married, and I knew I needed to to pour energy and time into my marriage. Shortly after that, started having children, and really, because I had been doing it for so long since literally the age of twelve, I wanted to see what else God had wired me to do in life. What if I did want to just stop doing music? What would be my pivot point? Um, And so I just that was a process over years um and i at the end of the day i came back to the thing of you know whatever it is that god hardwired you to do as a creative that thing still exists at the core of what it is it's just you may need to find different lanes of how it expresses itself it may not be music forever it could be writing it could be you know doing something completely different but that same hardwired call that's in you has to express itself in some some way, shape, or form. So um the funny thing is I'll share this real quick. I started paying attention to what Ice Cube was doing with the uh this is called the Big Ten, the, the basketball league he has, or the big three. Yeah. And when I heard about like what it was, it's like, oh, these guys are athletes who are playing in the NBA or playing at a high level. And then the NBA or the the other league said, you know what? You're getting a little bit too old. So we don't really have a place for you anymore. So what Ice Cube did is went and created this league, league to say, wait, if there's guys that still have the ability to play, they still have fuel in the tank to play at a high level. Let's not just shut them down. Let's create an opportunity for them to get on the court and still play ball because they are still relevant and they can do it. And I thought about it. I was like, man, like we should be doing that same thing. Like there should be no, I got to tap out because I feel like I'm too old especially now when we're talking about hip hop it's, it's reached the 50 years that means there's people in that audience that have grown with hip hop they're in their mid 40s their 50s and 60s and they want to hear some music versus mm-hmm. always having to go back to the old stuff they want to hear something that's current that speaks to them as well and i think through that all that time it's like oh there is a lane that could be carved here as long as we have the ability to do it, why not offer um what we feel like God has given us the ability to do back out there?
0: Yeah, we um we used to you you've heard a lot of people say it, uh even people way high up, they have this thing where they say, you know, hip hop is a is a young man's game or young woman's game or young people, young generation. And it's so music in itself is uh, is is youth youthfully um engaging, but with with hip hop becoming fifty, what people in hip hop we're the only ones that treat our genre of music like a sport. We're the only one says you're too old to be doing music, but then you got um, you got people like uh, Rolling Stones, and um, I just seen recently on the Billboard, um, uh, Guns and Roses is still touring and. You know, everybody in all genres, they're still, as long as they have their ear to the streets and they're doing music, um, there's no age. But what happens is there are branches and it, I can, it's clear in uh, rock because you had rock, then it branched off. To, cl- uh, to classic rock, then it branched off to grunge rock, then it cla- uh, branched off to, you know what I'm saying? To uh, indie rock, then it cl- uh, branched off to punk rock. See, it's time for hip hop to branch off and mature and grow. We're one of the branches of hip hop. Actually, we're in a good place because we're one of the first legitimate branches because our uh, our OGs came out in the 80s too. So the guys that the guys that was doing hip hop, Christian hip hop is 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 not far if 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 mainstream hip hop is 50, Christian hip hop is right there 49, 48. To be let's keep it 100. Um so we're one of those branches and also too just kind of speaking to what Vers was saying about the ageism is that that's something that we have to uh be willing now to allow hip hop to mature and you know there needs to be uh, uh the conversations had in our industry uh mainstream christian you know positive you know uh backpacker where we start to the the power set be so to speak start to embrace you know contemporary hip hop you know uh grown man rap you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know grown woman rap you know and not just People at a certain age referring to old school because these guys it's like a it's like a rising up it's like kind of like dead man bones rising up people are like oh such and such still rapping He fifty well shoot I'm a rap too and then this this one's still rapping and this one's still rapping we don't have to do the thing that they're doing in in uh, football and basketball where, oh, I'm retiring, so now it's time for me to be a commentator, or it's time for me to do this, or it's time for me to do that. As long as we're relevant for what we're doing, it is a genre of music, it is a art form. And so it is up to us to, once again, cut the path and say, you know what, I'm gonna prove that wrong by still making great music, at fifty, you know, I'm still gonna make great music. At forty-nine, you know, I'm still gonna great make uh, great music, um, and I'm not gonna be stuck in some ageism ageism thing because just like rock, rap, I mean, just like rock, jazz, pop, and all that, hip hop is a art form, and these people uh, have not stopped at a certain age, and we're, I'm no longer gonna attest that uh rap music is a is a young person sport, but it is a legitimate genre that it's time for it to branch off and grow in other it. areas, yeah.
2: No, it's it's great. Um I'm glad you had the ageism call out verbs. Um I think the younger generation needs to hear that, you know, that your audience is growing with you. You know, people are coming to Christ every single day and the blessing of you all doing music and being consistent about it is shows like this, we get to go dig in the crates. So, you know, when we have our highlight days, when we're like introducing uh, new artists to people, it's it's just, it's insane how much music we have, you know? I mean, it focuses say it quite often. He's like, oh, I forgot about that one. You know, oh, I forgot about that one. And it's like, our audience is rediscovering you, you -hmm. know? Not just the new stuff you're putting out. Like, it's just- it's benefiting the kingdom you know what I mean like they're able to go back because you know as we all know a new believer is very different than a 25 year old believer so it's like a perfect matchup of where you were then for you know whoever's kind of new in the kingdom and then they get to grow with you again so it's just a beautiful thing and I, I thank God for you both um but before you get out of here we got to talk about the music we got to talk about the song we got to talk about harriet tubman so um let's um give the people a little bit about like what what you're trying to get out here with this song you know like what is god saying with this song where do you want it to go and where can people find it and how can we support you
0: well the harriet harriet tubman um oh um We, we we did this song. We actually we have the footage. It's cool. We have the footage because um, you know we we just thought about where we are as as an industry and where we are as a people. Um, just kind of going back to what Focus was saying um, earlier about the, the message and where the music is now. Um, just like there's a lot of guys that are rapping positive or rapping this, there also needs to be people who are. Uh, are uh, definitely willing to carry the flag of the message, carry mm. the flag of the people shout out to uh Bizzle, KB, um, the, um, the guys that are, that are saying, you know, they dope, not they freestyle, they hard, they going hard, but it's like Jesus, Jesus. And then, and then also saying, Hey, everybody this way, this is the way to freedom. And, um, we took the we took the concept for the song from the one of the quotes from Harriet Tubman that she said that she freed thousands of slaves, but she could have freed thousands more had they known they were free. So yeah. even though they were not free, they were free, they weren't free in their minds. And in this generation now, where we are now, so many people have all this technology, and they have this that we're more connected. As people, but we're more we're more disconnected as people, if that makes sense, because people are so bound and bond into the I, I, my phone, iTunes, iPhone, I this, my this, my platform, my I. We're not leading others, and uh, people are so um, uh, kind of still caged in their mind. Um, I, I remember talking to a farmer, a guy he. Uh, he had some horses and he just had, at the front of his gate, there was no gate. It was just a rope. And I was like, man, why don't they Why don't they jump over that rope? And he was like, yeah, I've, I've had them in the pins for so long. Anything that straps across, they won't go over it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, this big horse just literally would not go over that rope. But for us, it's like being able to say, Let's get free, you know, let's get free. And uh, shout out to Rocket from uh, Virginia. We we felt that it would be a disservice to do a song uh, without uh, highlighting uh, a, a female Christian hip hop artist. Uh, and for me, this is the season, it's female Christian hip hop artist season. It's time for us men to get behind our Christian hip hop artists, uh, our female artists, um, and we, I told her when I called, uh, when I, when I talked to Rocket, I said, yo, we actually want you to anchor the third verse. Like, why would we do a song about Harriet Tubman and not allow a strong female to speak to the youth, to speak to the young people, to speak to the young ladies. Um, and we just saw it fitting for, uh, for for her to anchor that third verse. But, um, uh, when Verge wrote his verse and he set set the tone for it. We just wanted to address some things and um, as far as the body of Christ and as far as the youth and as far as the adults and just, hey, let's get free. But um, yeah, man, I want want verbs to, yeah, go ahead.
3: I was gonna say, I think too, um, you know, that's probably like the, one of the last elements of the song that came together was the actual chorus. But why it was so significant is, you know, the song is not a biography of Harriet Tubman, but what we found incredible was one, her resilience to do what she did, right? She got freedom for herself. And then she felt like God told her to go back and get all the other slaves that were in captivity and lead them to freedom. Um, And that, uh, I think, you know, as the story goes, she, she experienced some kind of, you know, blow to the head when she was younger and she would fall into these blackouts. And it was during those blackouts is where she said God would show her these visions, and um, like just remembering that part of her story, and that kind of all culminating into again the resilience and the bravery that she had to display of not just saying, "Oh, I'm good, I got to the other side of this, I'm out of, I'm out of, uh, I'm out of slavery." But man, to go all the way back multiple times to grab as many people as you could to get them to the freedom too is is incredible. And so. Uh, that's what we wanted to capture inside the chorus that's why there's this aggressive part of the course it's like nah this is this is the business that we're into how can we help lead others to freedom you know Mm -hmm. there's that verse to where it said hey i'm blessed to be a blessing like i can't just hoard whatever i have in my hand or inside of my domain just for myself i gotta i'm a i'm a distribution center i'm amazon you know, out there and, and uh, waiting to get these packages out because there's other people that's going to benefit uh, from the mm-hmm. same freedom. So how do we get into that mindset ourselves? And then how do we get people out of the mindset of, of whatever slavery they may be walking in, whatever that looks like? So. Yeah.
1: So so you wonder you wonder why I thought your name should have been Knowledge Kings. <laughs> instead
3: of Village Kings. Now, I
1: just you know, I just say, you know, it just it, thank you, Verbs, for backing up what I what I know in my spirit it should have been. Right. But you know, that's just me. Forgive me. That's just hey, me. Listen, hey, Verbs, we appreciate wait, y'all.
0: Wait till hear wait till hear <laughs> Afro Frontier and the story behind that. Oh yeah.
1: wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, listen, that's we got to get y'all back here. on, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us today. Uh, listen, let's be very clear. This was the Village King's takeover yeah, this morning. Absolutely. Uh, so many gems were dropped this morning. We thank y'all for being pioneers. Yeah. We thank y'all for just continuing to show what God can do Amen. through YouTube. Like you two, like you two right. have ministry in y'all mm-hmm. that y'all been doing for well over 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. And it's still evident. It still shows mm-hmm. that God is still using you guys in a powerful, powerful mm-hmm. way. So listen, Dice and I just want to give y'all y'all roses. We want to continue to pray for y'all, that God continues to keep uh, ordering y'all steps, Amen. that you guys continue to drop this wisdom, Amen. this knowledge. I pray for all the the young listeners, the up-and-coming artists. If you anywhere in the city near ne- either one of these guys, yeah. Yeah. get to know them, connect with them on social media, yeah. somehow, some We Dice and I talk about it all the time on the show on how you know the OGs and the vets should be passing the metal down, mantle mm-hmm. down, and being able to you know share the knowledge, mm-hmm. share the experience. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I I pray that some some good relationships come out of this mm-hmm. uh, interview today. That some some of the young up and coming hear mm-hmm. hear y'all's story, reach out to y'all, and I pray y'all just continue to do what y'all been doing, man. Y'all, I want to salute y'all Thank again. You,
3: I really appreciate appreciate it, man. Bless y'all. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Tell the people tell the people how they can connect with y'all, follow y'all on all your social media platforms, and uh, introduce your latest single.
3: Yep, so it's at Village King, K-N-G, no I, everywhere, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, that's where we reside, and uh, here's the new single, Harriet Tubman. Keep it locked, you're tuned
1: into The Fix.
2: And The Fix is in.
1: Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, you tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, and listen, we've come to the end of another hot show, I promise you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, cash app somebody, because the, the gems that were dropped today, Dice, I don't know what to I just don't even know what to do. We had Petty D and Know The Verbs on, uh, you know, you know them now as Village King. And when I tell you, um, one, like I said, I, I, they, they both have inspired me. When I first got into Christian hip-hop DJing, um, Petty D was like a go-to, i am be honest with you. There were certain artists mm-hmm. that their music mm-hmm. I could go to, especially when I was doing uh, gospel skate nights. Oh my goodness, because of mm-hmm. the, the heavy bass lines and the 808s in it, like Petty D's, I'm a Vet, and a couple of other songs he had. Uh, I, listen, I could just mix them in and blend them in real well at the skating ring, and everybody mm-hmm. was just vibing to it. So I just know what he's done for the culture. Let's be very clear. Petty D has done so much for the culture, Um, We talk about imagery a lot on here. And, you know, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we live in a culture that, you know, is constantly looking at the mainstream because they have the nice things. You know, let's be very clear. The houses, Mm -hmm. the cars, the jewelry, the nice looking men, the nice looking wives, you know, (laughs) everything Mm -hmm. looks good. And uh, that's one thing I. I, for my first uh, introduction to Petty D, the video I'm a Mm -hmm. vet. Listen, it showed that you can be Mm -hmm. sold out for Christ. But you still could have things, you know. He got the gold chain yeah. on. He got the gold fronts, the donks. He got the the nice uh, beach vacation home somewhere down in Florida, Daytona, somewhere. He was mm-hmm. day county. He was somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he was at, but I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, just the scenery just was like, yeah, this is yeah, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? It's cool to mm-hmm. be a believer and know the verbs to me. Come on, let's be very clear. Um, Petty D is gritty. Yeah. Petty D is gritty, street, but no the verbs. When you talk about lyrical, lyric, like. Lyricist in this game, I don't know why his name doesn't come up.
2: I, I don't know. Either. I just don't
1: know. I mean, he, he his bar content is high and heavy. He always gives you substance. Right. He always, um, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. Substance in his rhymes. The metaphors are crazy. Uh, it's Christ-driven. Uh, you know, where he's talking about the gospel, but also talking about relevant stuff that's going on that, you know, areas where believers need to change in. So I just love it. Mm-hmm. I just love it. So for them to be able to form this group, Village King Dice, listen, it's, it's all the way up. That's all I know, Dice. It's all the way up.
2: It's unbelievable. So I'm still in my fan moment. I mean, <laughs> it do not make sense, you know? <laughs> Let I mean, me tell y'all
1: something. When I, when I first told Dice that we were we were interviewing them, she was like, "No, we ain't." <laughs> I say, "Yes, we are." Dice, what do you mean? No, we ain't. She's like, "No, we." I believe it when they own.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was cracking yeah, up. I believe that when I see that. <laughs> you... I mean, they're so dope. I mean, I mean, just because they they were a huge part of CHH like coming out the gate, yeah. like huge part of it i mean just holding it down on their side of the planet like just i mean holding it down down like i mean it's it's ridiculous you know to even think about them separately you know so t- to see them together it's like what god you know what i'm saying it's the it's the thing that you be doing on the show Well, if you could put a couple people right. together in a group right. it's like <laughs> so when you see it you're like what doesn't make sense that's why i was like man i'm i'm still like wow you know And it's just god doing what god does just blowing your mind like woo, y'all have no idea about the stupidity and know the verbs together yeah right you know what i'm saying it's Like, let me see that let me see that Ooh. so it's you know you got that cute educated thing know the verbs used to do all the time you got that uh definitely that urban thugged out heavy bass you know petty d florida down south so it's just like it's like a it's just like a perfect meal you
1: know yeah, yeah.
2: it's a perfect meal yeah, man so
1: they got a a, a single yeah. out right now harriet tubman uh go, go run them numbers up uh it's yeah it's, it's for the culture let's be very clear it's educational and it's for the culture so go run them numbers up uh we're looking forward to uh you know everything that they put out they already said you know they, they they got a couple of projects and they already kind of got like it you know in the can so we looking forward to nothing but great music for them and I still think their name should be called Knowledge Kings but uh you know <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let them live the Lord spoke yeah, the Lord spoke to them and the, and, and the Lord gave them Village King so I'm gonna let I'm I'm gonna let yeah. it be that but I just feel like it's so much knowledge okay. that comes out of these brothers every time they talk um yeah. from just life experiences and just what God has shown them it's like it's amazing so listen we we appreciate y'all rocking with us today uh the beautiful thing mm-hmm. about it if you are just joining us you need to push that rewind button right now because mm-hmm. you want to definitely uh get those spiritual detox in your spirit today and uh for everybody yeah. else uh you know who have not got that option you can always uh Uh, listen to the show the next day on holyculture.net. So always remember that uh, the replay um, from the day before we'll play the next day on holyculture.net. So Mm -hmm. that's the beautiful thing about Mm -hmm. the fix. Definitely follow us on all social media platforms at the fix radio Mm -hmm. show. Um, Also follow um, uh, dice with CHH university um, on all social media platforms, and buy some merch. Stop playing. I don't know why y'all ain't buying no T-shirts. She got fly T-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks. Dice got uh, coffee mugs. She got, uh, she got, uh, the, listen, for all my, my OGs, I think she got magnets to put on the refrigerators and stuff like that. She got everything. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 whatever you need, go to chhuniversity.com Purchase you some, and if you if, if you DM and say I heard I heard it on the show uh, today, she might give you a little discount. Now I can't promise you. I said <laughs> she might, so so make sure you don't don't sound bite this out. Might give you a little discount, okay? <laughs> she might get a little change off of that, but listen, go support uh, Kingdom Brands. when uh, you got one right here on the fix every single day, and she put a lot of hard work into CHS University and everything that it represents. It's for Christian hip hop. It's it, it's more than just merch. It's a movement. It's it's a it's a university. One day, once God give her all the finances mm-hmm. to really put that thing together, she she's always mm-hmm. looking to educate, empower, equip you, and give you some fly merch in the process. So listen, mm-hmm. go support my sis. Uh, we we got to get out of here, dice. Uh, we be back tomorrow. Stop playing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right on Wednesday, and uh, you know how we do it on Wisdom Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, we'll have a uh, you know some great conversation. Of course, some spiritual detox. And uh, we always want to continue to motivate you guys. But until tomorrow, come on now. Remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.